Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Craig Ballantyne, author of The Perfect Day Formula and the new book, Unstoppable. Hey, this is Brian McCray, founder of Mastermind St. Louis. Hey, this is Nicholas Bailey from The Billion Dollar Body. And if you want to learn how to build relationships the right way, if you want to learn how to network with other people in the right way, and if you want to have a billion dollar network, you absolutely must be listening to the Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network with my good friend, Travis Chappell. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are in the middle of a series right now about mentorship and masterminds, and I can't wait to share today's episode with you all. But first, you hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds on the show. If this is a new term to you, or you've always kind of wondered exactly what a mastermind is or what it does or how it's beneficial, you are definitely going to want to take my free mastermind course. I get this question so often that I decided, you know what, I'm just going to put it all into a course and give it away as a free resource for people to go check out. That way, next time somebody asks me exactly what a mastermind is, I can just point them in that direction. So this is everything you need to know about masterminds in just six short lessons. It's 100% free. So there's literally no reason to not at least see what it's about. Just head over to freemmcourse.com slash enroll to grab that course and get started today. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Network podcast. This is who or what part number 13. Yes, we are on number 13. So that means 
If you like any of the stuff that's talked about today in this episode, know that there are 12 other episodes just in this series of who you know or what you know, which is really the staple question that I've asked here on the Build Your Network podcast. So today we are featuring Craig Ballantyne, who is the best-selling author of the book, The Perfect Day Formula. I'm a really, really great online marketer and influencer, and his content is second to none. Then we have Brian McRae, who uh, leads this meetup group out where he lives. He's a, he's a mortgage broker, and the meetup group has done wonders uh, for what he's doing. And so I use him as an example in terms of building a platform and uh, how beneficial it is to build a platform uh, that is allows you to be the person that's positioned as the person to be able to connect with the most. And so Brian has a lot of great stuff around that. And then Nicholas Bayerly, who is a good friend of mine, and he's the founder and CEO of The Billion Dollar Body, which is a lifestyle fitness brand for men that he's grown from nothing into what it is today. Uh, He actually spoke at Funnel Hacking Live this past year at Russell Brunson's event and now has garnered a ton of influence and is just crushing the events game as well as some of the other online marketing things that he's up to. So you're definitely not going to want to miss out on any of these three and what they have to say around this who or what you know topic. But first, really quickly before we get into that, we have all heard the Jim Rohn quote, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Imagine being able to build out those top five people and personally select the caliber of people on that list. Literally nothing would be out of your reach if you could always fill that inner circle with the people that are crushing the thing that you're trying to crush. This was a mere dream to me just a couple of years ago, and now I can say I'm blessed to be able to carefully curate my circle with the people I want to be around the most, and now you can do the same thing. I recently created a training and community just for people who are interested in always being able to customize and fill their top five. It's called Explode Your Network, and it is everything that you need to know to exponentially grow your connections, level up your inner circle, and shorten your runway to success without annoying a single person or printing a single business card. Plus, it's attached to a community of like-minded people who are all interested in doing the same exact thing. So if any of this is important to you at all, you're going to want to be a part of this elite movement. Take action. Head over to travischapel.com slash explode to finally take control of your inner circle and shorten your runway to building the life of your dreams. And now here is who or what part number 13 with Craig Ballantyne, Brian McRae, and Nicholas Bayerly. So recently I went to this event, right? It's so funny because when I talk to introverts, they're introverted people. We all kind of feel the same way. And there's just some people that you end up talking to that just spew up all of their nonsense on you, right? Like there's no rhyme or reason. They literally just talk about themselves, talk about themselves, talk about themselves, talk about themselves. Talk about the importance of listening when you're networking. Oh my goodness. Listening is so important because if you can, because I do a lot of sales calls now and and listening is obviously the key. And if you can repeat back to somebody a summary of what they said, they're like, oh my gosh, you totally get me. You totally understand me. You're a great listener. You're amazing. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's actually, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a skill. Anybody can learn it. And so I put a lot of effort into it. And I'm a, by nature, an impatient person. So learning to listen was hard. You know, I, I'm the type of person who loves to finish people's sentences, but I worked really hard not to. Mm. And then also to pay attention, you know, learn their names, do all the stuff that Dale Carnegie would teach you years ago. And mm. it works. And then that just helps you. And so, yeah, you're going to, you will meet some of those people. You'll meet a close talker who loves to talk about themselves and you'll like, 
find yourself backed up against the wall at one point. But it's the same. I look at that stuff the same way I look at TSA now because I go to airports a lot, almost mm-hmm. every week. And I used to like dread it. I used to get so frustrated, like, oh my gosh, I got to go to the airport again tomorrow. And then I realized, you know what? That doesn't serve me. So why don't I look at going to the airport as an adventure? And if I look, you know, who am I going to talk to? I'm going to talk to a little old lady behind me. Am I going to, you know, is some strange thing going to happen at right, TSA right. and make me laugh? And I'm like, okay, this is how I now do it. And it's the same with like, we're going to go to this networking thing tonight. And, you know, I'm going to have some war stories and horror stories after this of the, mm-hmm. the close talker who just ate the garlic appetizer <laughs> at my grill. And people are going to be standing around laughing at me. And it, that's great. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love that, man. Love changing your mindset beforehand because there's something called confirmation bias that we all have. So if you're going to believe that you are going to walk into a, a networking conversation and have all the bad experiences in the world, then even if it intrinsically doesn't happen, you're going to look for that opportunity to make it that way because that's what you believe to happen before you even walk into the building. Like you're setting yourself up for failure from the very beginning. Yeah, um, that's a good way of putting it. It's really funny what we're talking about, about the listening thing too. Um, I was reading a, a study recently on um, a bunch of waiters and waitresses that were asked to go about taking their orders from their customers different ways. One of the groups just said, thank you for your order or that's or good choice or excellent choice or something like that. And the other group actually repeated what the customer had said back to them, repeated their order back to them exactly how they said it. And on average, I think it was the it was eighty percent of the waiters waitresses who repeated the order back to them got higher tips than the ones who didn't repeat the order back to them. Because really? psychologically, we as humans want to be listened to. So it's not even something that we'll do consciously. It's the, our subconscious mind working behind the scenes to say, you know what, that person was really nice. When like, we don't even know, we can't even place our finger on why they were so nice. It was just like, that they just seemed really nice. But our minds are saying like, they listened to me because they repeated what I said back. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible how important and powerful just tweaking that one thing might be. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over one hundred and forty million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why indeed's matching engine 
is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, human psychology is so fascinating and in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so many different ways. You know, for, in, in my career, you know, I've used human psychology, obviously, in the weight loss world to get people to transform. And I had to do it for myself to make my own self transform out of those introverted tendencies. And so any little tips like that, I always love hearing. And that's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. It was in a book I read recently. I might be just a caveat. I might be messing the statistic up a little bit. <laughs> it's something about it's It's, it's very, very similar to that though. But I'll have to remember which book it was that, that I read that in recently and I'll, I'll send it over to you. But okay. So getting back in the conversation here, I asked this question to everybody that comes onto the show, Craig. So I got to know your answer, who, you know, or what, you know, which one's more important. I'm going to go with who I'm going to go with the cliche. I'm absolutely going to say it now. If you, I mean, even Mark Zuckerberg, right? I mean, Mark Zuckerberg was now he knew coding and stuff, but it was who he knew that led to Facebook. And Mm -hmm. in most cases it is who, you know, maybe Elon Musk is a slightly different thing, but in most cases it's who, you know, you know, because who, you know, is going to lead to somebody who can teach you what you need to know. So who, you know, is the key. It's been a game changer for me. Yeah, Elon Musk is probably a, a one-off, <laughs> yeah. but uh, his cousins, ways. yeah, exactly. But his cousins, Peter and Linda Rive, who started Solar City, that was a who you know situation. Like oh, Elon cool. Musk said, "Hey, you guys should look into the solar game." And oh, here's a lot of money. Go yeah. ham, like go kill it, right? Right. So they go start this company, build up the largest residential solar installer in the entire country, and then Elon Musk buys it from them and turns it into Tesla anyway. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? So like. Even that part of his empire was built from like who he knew when he didn't have time to work on it. He was like, I'm doing Tesla, I'm doing uh, SpaceX, but I trust you guys. You guys go kill it in the solar space. Here's some funding. And they killed it. And then he got it back because of who he knew. And they only got all the success because of who they knew, right? So yeah, totally, totally 100% on board with you for that. So any like final things that you have to say about that? Any, any like last tips, tricks, like somebody's just tuning in, which if you're just tuning in, you've got to go listen to the rest of this show because there's so much great stuff that Craig is talking about. But if somebody's just tuning in, they only got a quick minute, what would you want to say to them? I would say that position of strength is an underrated aspect of networking. And what that means is anything that you have in your experiences in your expertise that you can leverage into changing and altering the other person's perspective of you to make it easier for you to go into a situation and feel comfortable, use that. So position of strength, meaning, hey, I know this guy, he can make a good introduction for me. You know, I actually pre-write introductions for so many people. I pre-write the introduction for all my speeches and they're very specific and they're kind of long and people are like, wow, that's, you know, that's not an introduction I would have wrote for you. Yeah, I know because I want you (laughs) to elevate me to the point where, you know, people are amazed. It's the same with a cold introduction, whether in business or personal life, Hmm. you know, I always try and be a speaker at an event that I go to or some aspect. I try and get somebody to mention me from stage so that that just takes the weight of the world off my shoulders as someone with introverted tendencies, but also makes it easier for someone as an extrovert 
to attract even more people so that they can go and talk to them. So position of strength, try and figure out how you can have a position of strength in any relationship, not so that you can manipulate somebody, but right, just so right. that you can make it easier for that networking connection to go deeper. Yeah, I love that. Love that tip, man. Credibility and association is one of the most powerful forms of persuasion. What's up, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out to my favorite podcasting app, Himalaya. If you're not listening to podcasts on this new app, you're definitely missing out. It's like a social media app, but for podcast listeners. Follow your go-to shows, like and comment on your favorite episodes, and download professionally curated playlists made just for you. So head on over to your app store or Google Play store and download Himalaya today and thank me later. This episode of the show is brought to you by Rothy's, and this one is for all of the ladies out there. Rothy's is a company that makes stylish shoes for women out of recycled plastic water bottles. And from what my wife says, they're actually really comfortable and they're machine washable because they're recycled plastic. So look, typically I wouldn't bring a product like this on the show that I don't personally use, but since my wife does, and since they've diverted over 25 million plastic bottles from landfills, I felt like it was something that I just kind of had to tell you all about. They launch new colors and patterns every few weeks, and they sell out constantly. Plus, they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts, or so I'm told anyway. <laughs> You'll discover quickly why BuzzFeed called them their forever shoes. Plus, Rothy's always comes with free shipping and free returns and exchanges, so there is literally no risk, no worries, no reason not to try. Check out all of the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash Travis. That's rothys.com slash Travis. And I know this is mainly for all the ladies out there, but if you're a guy and you're listening to this show and you have a lady in your life, promise you this is going to make a fantastic gift. So head over to rothys.com slash Travis. So it's definitely not what you know to be successful. Now, I'm not saying you don't have to be competent, yeah. but competence, you know, to me, when I'm looking for competence to me is at the core levels, like the electric company. When I turn on the light switch, the light better come on. Otherwise they're incompetent mm -hmm. in the mortgage. I better be able to get the results that I'm saying, which is to close, you know, to give a CEO experience, you know, consistent. Mm -hmm. I just want to give that CEO experience to everybody. But when it comes to, I'd rather, it, it would be who, you know, because yeah. I can probably trace back probably 20% of my business over the last 10 years to two relationships. Hmm. Yep. That's the biggest thing is what you were just talking about. That's why I always come back to the who, because there's somebody out there that's not as good at what you do as you are, but they make more money and do better because they had more connections because yep. they knew more people because more opportunities were in front of them and they seized those opportunities. They spent more of their time working on their who than they spent on their what. And like you said, there has to be a level of competence. You have to be competent, but you don't have to be the number one expert in the world on that certain topic. You know, and like there's always going to be somebody better than you, but you can be the most well-networked and be way more successful than the person who knows the most about it. And to me, that's evidenced in the people who teach this stuff, right? Like the professor who teaches mortgages at, you know, or teaches certifications programs or like teaches this and that, like they're on a 60, $70,000 a year salary. Yep. You know, they're obviously extremely knowledgeable about the subject, but yep. never did enough things. And I'm not bashing them at all. No. I'm just, like, I'm just saying that there's a clear line between the who, you know, and the what, you know, like I've never seen somebody who knows everything and has zero connections do super well, but I have seen people that know not a lot of things, but have an insane amount of connections do super well. Like 
way more often. Well, Travis, I don't know how you feel, but to me, I think the individuals, at least as, as I get into understanding influence, I think personal development plays a bigger role in your ability to influence others than anything else that I could imagine. Mm. So I think the individuals, and I'm not saying there's not individuals, but I would just, you mentioned, I mean, look at the names that you've had on this show. I guarantee you, every one of them is an avid, is avidly developing personally, Mm -hmm. challenging themselves. That to me has just been the key. So, you know, I'm a big Jim Rohn fan. I'm a little bit older than you. You may not even know who he is. So Jim Rohn, I just, yeah, he's one of my go-tos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I'll probably butcher the quote, but he's like, you know, if you want to reach the things on the top shelf of life, you've got to stand on the books you read. Mm. And whether it's a book, honestly, podcast, I mean, that you can learn so much from a podcast like this. I mean, just the ability to develop yourself because that's where you can add value to other people. And I always had this vision when I started the event, I thought, how cool would it be? Really, who would I need to become rather than me calling on real estate agents that they're calling on me? What about financial advisors? What would it take for me to be a person that they would want to spend time with me versus me reach, having to reach out to them? Right. That's the purpose. This shared learning event has been my training for that because hmm. it forced me every month I had to show up having learned something that I thought the rest of the room might find some encouragement. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. If you want to learn something, teach it. Exactly. And I was forced. I'd put something on the third Thursday of every month and I had to show up and add value. Right. That's the whole birth of this entire podcast, man, is like, I've always known that uh, networking is like one of the most important skills to have. To me, if you know how to network and you know how to sell, you can do anything you want in life. And so I had spent five years knocking on doors. I was a door-to-door salesman and I had sharpened that skill a lot, but I hadn't spent that much time sharpening my networking ability. So I started a show on networking, not really knowing anything about it so that I can get to know the people that I've gotten to know on the show and ask them how to do it better. And now through 150 plus episodes now, like I can't help but naturally be better at it. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, that is, that is a, I love that concept, Travis. That is so identical. You just chose to do the podcast route and yeah, it's amazing. So that is so cool. Well, cool, Brian. I mean, it sounds like me and you have a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff in common and we could probably talk for another couple of hours, but we are running out of time. So let's go ahead and move on to the last segment here. Something I like to call the random round. Just a few really quick random questions with some quick random answers. Ready? Mm -hmm. What profession other than your own, do you think it would be fun to attempt? Well, if I were just going back in for the money, the one thing, financial services, one that I would have contemplated. But I am truthfully, as the, uh, this mastermind event has gotten off and going. Do you think that what you know or who you know is more important and why? Oh, it's easily who you know. I could know nothing and be like, I want to get this thing done. I want to create this company. Who do I know that knows how to do that? Hmm. End of story. Yeah. It's knowing stuff is great, but teachers only make like 30 to 50 grand a year. Entertainers make millions of dollars per performance. Right. So just, just having education is not the most valuable thing on the earth, but it's being able to utilize it. And so it's easily who, you know, that's what it's always been for me. That's why we do what we do. I mean, we have guys that pay us five figures plus a year just to be introduced to the network that we've built. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily the most valuable part of what we do. It's not the main thing that we do, but it's everything they invest in with us is worth it just for the connections. So tell us about a time, since, since you're obviously really big on this kind of stuff, tell us about a time specifically where 
a connection that you made, whether it be a mentor or like somebody that you know really personally, or just someone that you met once that introduced you to somebody. Tell us about a time when a connection that you made led to a big moment of success or an aha moment for you. Yeah. So I have many of these, but I'll, just one that comes to my head is I had a client, his name's Connor Blakely. He just turned 18. I actually just interviewed him yesterday. He consults Sprint and a bunch of different big companies, makes like a million dollars a year, 18 years old. Wow. And so he invested in some of our health programs because he was like, man, I used to be an athlete in school. And ever since I started business, like I've gained 30 pounds and we got him super ripped and shredded and feeling good, integrated in the community, made a big impact. We used to talk on the phone a lot talk about relationships and, you know, we're all about health, business and relationships here. So we built a great connection. Then one night I was down in San Diego and he texted me in LA cause he's like, man, I love this guy, Nicholas. We built a good connection. I'm having a dinner tonight with this guy named Jay Abraham. And Jay Abraham is like basically why Tony Robbins is making money, right, right. you know, consult, like he teaches the business mastery at Tony Robbins event. So he invites him to come speak. So basically I get a text from him and I was like, man, there's probably going to be like a, tons of people there. It's going to be like a networking event. It's four hours of traffic to get to LA right now. Should we go? And what I've taught myself ever since I was 18 years old is just to go. Yes. I've done it. Yes. I mean, literally I've showed up in different countries with no plan and just showed up to meet someone and yes. they didn't even know I was coming. That's how crazy I've been. So I drove there four hours, showed up and it was Jim Quick which is like the memory mm -hmm. expert. I'm actually have a call with him like in like two hours or something like that. Awesome. And then also I brought my friends with me and then it was just my client and Jay. And we hung out with Jay for a long time. That turned into a invested interest. So my goal of creating connections is always to build invested interest, not so that they like just know who I am, but I want them to be invested in who I am and want them to feel like, man, I'm a part of to this. I want to right. help. Right. And so that's what we built with him. And we ended up doing stuff where we do mentorship calls with him now that would cost me a hundred thousand dollars per like coaching sign up or whatever. Yeah. And you know, he doesn't, no one really knows, but like he doesn't make me invest anything because he has invested interest in me. He could do whatever he wants with his time. So he helps build our business. Now he's speaking at my live event in June. And so he'll, you know, it's like one of his only United States speaking tours because he just only has limited time, 68 years old. He can do whatever the heck he wants. He's like, just from seminars, he did like $250 million or something like that. So just from one connection with an 18-year-old that I spent time with, that I worked with, then led to me going to a dinner where there's no one else there that showed up. I guarantee you there was more people that got invited, but they looked at the traffic and they're like, oh man, it's LA. Oh man, that dinner place is super expensive. Can I really go there? Oh, it's going to cost me so much money. And they looked at all the downsides rather than weighing both sides. The worst case scenario for me was that I'd show up and Jay wouldn't give a crap and he'd be super busy and never know who I was. Mm -hmm. And I was right. okay with that. I'm like, well, it's a cool dinner place. Like at least I'll have good food. Yeah. And then the best case scenario is I build a connection like I did. And luckily that one just turned out the best case scenario. And that's literally story of my life. That's how everything happens. And that's why we do what we do. That's why we have the billion dollar brotherhood. It's all about connections. And that's such a fantastic story because it started with such like a humble beginning. You know, like you didn't cultivate this relationship with this 18 year old kid because you knew that he was tight with Jay Abraham and that you could eventually go meet him in like a one-on-one -on -one type setting and make this other relationship to where he's going to come speak at your event and stuff like that. You were just investing in that relationship when you were 
having your coaching calls, whatever, with this particular guy, it was focused on this particular guy. How can I help you? What can I do to add value to your life? And then that's what created the opportunity to then be able to be put in front of somebody like Jay Abraham. I think that's so important because so many people, I think, go into relationship building with ulterior motives because they know that this particular person knows this particular person and they want to get in touch with that person. So in order to get in touch with that person, they want to have a good relationship with this person. And there's always like this hidden agenda behind it. And that's just such the wrong way to go about it. And that's why I love that oh, story. They can sniff that out, you know, like, right. That's why it's all about building the connection, like at, at a Thrive. Genuine I a, friendship. <laughs> I had like a forty-five minute conversation with Grant Cardone at Thrive. Someone else right before that just paid like fifty-five hundred dollars for fifteen minutes Skype. I bought him and his team drinks, and it ended up being like a hundred bucks. It was hilarious. I thought it was gonna be more. I was like, charge everything you buy on my card, and they ended up not drinking a lot. I was like, okay, sounds great. And <laughs> we spent forty-five minutes just chatting to each other, just BSing. It wasn't about. Oh, am I going to be able to take a picture with him? I didn't take a picture with him. Like, right. That's exactly what's going to lose all my like relationship equity that I just built with that guy is to be like, Oh, can I get a picture? He's like, cool. That's going to cost you all your relationship equity. Yeah. Everything that we just built up just now, you can never withdraw that ever again. So instead I'm like, cool, man. I even went up to him and I was like, Hey man, what was your name again? I was like, my name's Nicholas. And he's like, Oh, my name's Grant. I was like, I'm just messing with you. (laughs) Like, of course I know who you are, man. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's such a good example. Because uh, I was obviously, you know, I was at Thrive working John Lee Dumas' booth. So when Grant first came in, he walked in through that lobby area where all of our booths were set up. And most of the people were in the session. And my wife was like, oh, babe, Grant Cardone's right there. Can you, you want to go talk to him or whatever? And I was like, and I looked over and there was like two or three people already standing there taking pictures with them. Like, you know, and exactly what you're saying is I was just like, you know what? It's such a long-term game to me because connecting with him at that moment to me just didn't make sense because I was just like, if I'm going to go up to him and just introduce myself and be like, what am I going to say at that point? I'm just going to be like, I'm a huge fan. Like that instantly puts me in a different category in his mind. So I was just like, you know what? There's a better place. There's a better time. Like I can meet other people who will eventually introduce me. Like I can build up more of a presence and then he'll start noticing. Like there's just going to be a better way to make that happen other than exactly what you just said, running up and saying, can I have a picture? And then leaving just like the other thousand people did that day. And so I like what you said too about Jay Abraham, about having somebody actually be a proponent of what you have, not just like meeting them and shaking their hand, but to the point where they're actually willing to push you forward and do things for you and for your business. And man, I love that. If you had to boil it down to just one thing, Nicholas, so talked about a few, a few tips, a few tricks, one tip for if somebody's listening right now and they've been tuning us out the whole time, having a conversation with somebody, but they're hearing this part, what would you tell them? One tip on networking? Show up. Like that's just a huge part of like pay to play, show up such a big part and being consistent. Like there's a big thing called dream 100. So you can do that. That's like a great way to be able to put down like a lot of people you want to connect with and you figure out different strategies to be able to get into their inner circle. It wasn't easy. Like Jay wasn't the easiest person to get a hold of. I mean, he doesn't need anything from anyone. And he actually showed me one of his strategies for connecting with people that are obviously high caliber, like billionaires and stuff like that. And he showed me that he follows up in text message. Even if they don't answer, he keeps texting him and acting like he's talking to him. So they're like, they don't reply. He's like, yeah, cool. That time doesn't work for me either. We'll try next week then. Like he just replies (laughs) anyway. And then does things to get their attention. And I think he shipped him like a $400,000 statue or something like that to his front door. And so what did I do? I took his exact tactics and I made friends with his assistant and we sent her 
a gift because I knew what am I going to sell? Send Jay, Jay that's going to really get his attention. Everyone probably sends Jay staff, right. but what about the person that has the key to all of his schedule? So we sent her this awesome spa package, and now she's like trying to get us to talk to Jay every single day. Like feels like she owes us the entire world because no one ever thinks of her. So right. Dream One Hundred is if I had to boil down to one thing because it has so many things in it is great. But then just literally showing up is so big. Like I've invested with Cole Hatter three years. Do I need to keep investing? Probably not. Like we have a great friendship, but I know that am I getting more value than that? Absolutely. So a lot of people, they just stop too early. Like they get denied and being a, okay, actually one thing ready. Everyone write this down. Don't be offendable. Like assume the best. That's it. Like too many people get offended. Yeah. They're like, oh, this person said this to me. I don't like them anymore. And I'm just like, dude, you're forfeiting everything. Like you don't know what that person's talking about. Mm. Assumption is discernment from the devil. So assuming is the worst thing you could ever do Yeah. because uh, it's not real. Like people think that their assumptions are real life and that's why they're living in a fantasy world. Right. That person probably didn't even think anything. They probably like had to go blow their nose and they blew you off because they didn't want to sneeze in front of you. Like right. it's terrible what people go through. So being unoffendable, would be huge dream 100 google it it's really good well that's it for today's show thank you so much for tuning in if you'd like to learn more about how we've been able to get some of the guests to come on the show i've created a totally free resource called meet your hero so if you'd like to connect with people you respect and admire that are difficult to reach you're going to want to go to travischapelcom hero to take action and start that training today Have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.